guys, you're tuned into the Dope Girls Pray Podcast. I'm your host, Kamisha H. We have a special guest coming on tonight, and I know you do not want to miss this. Stay tuned and remember, Dope Girls Do Pray. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. All right, guys. So tonight on Dope Girls Pray podcast, we have with us Minister Anthony A.J. Jefferson. He's going to be our guest speaker on tonight. And our hot topic of tonight is going to be worship. Yes. All right. Yes, sir. So we're going to just dive right in. Matter of fact, Anthony, what are you doing right now? Do you have anything coming out? Anything new? Um, no, I'm just doing a lot of writing. So it, uh, a lot of writing session um, called David's mm-hmm. Notebook. That's something else that I'm starting um, that God gave me for this year. Well, it's like a worshipers get together, some writers, some musicians, and we basically just shed and come up with a song. Um, but basically a lot of the songs will simulate like the Psalms, um, oh, and, you wow. know, like stories of David, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's the story of grace and redemption and things of that nature. So we're working through that right now. So that'll probably be my next uh, my next release or single coming wow. out. So, yeah. yeah, that sounds amazing. I can't wait to hear that. Yes, 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 yes. That's awesome. All right, so we're going to just go ahead and dive right in. We want to start with our first question. And you know how the podcast really works it's just a conversation. Um, mm-hmm. I'll do the questions, you give the answers, we kind of chime back and forth. Um, and okay. we're just going to get it started. All right, so the first question um, that we have is what is praise and worship um i feel like praise and worship is a collective encounter uh where uh, the body is not so much of the leader where the body gets together and reverence and be grateful um for the different things that god has done and whatever your form may be whether it's praise or whether it's worship um i would always tell people where it's like um you know praise is for you worship is for him um Mm. you know so i tell people like you know because you know our bodies react to a certain bpm you know, and that's natural. And even though, you know, like I said, David danced out of a level of appreciation, worship is something that's so intimate. And if you can have that mesh of the two and that balance, then that's true relationship. It's like intimacy, in a, you know, in a, with, your, with your spouse. If you have a good conversation and communication and then, you're, you know, intimate, you know, intimately you, you guys in a good place, you know, that's a sound relationship. So praise and worship to me is a sound relationship, um, you know, going back and forth between the body. Yeah. Wow. And so um, what do you what is, what is your take on um, as it pertains to like where praise and worship starts? Uh, because I know you said it's a relationship um, and everything like that. But where does it start? Because some people believe um, or I've seen some people, they only think that praise and worship, the encounter is only supposed to happen when you're at church. Okay. No, I definitely understand that. Um, and at mm-hmm. one point, I, I will admit, I was that guy. I would mm-hmm. get the songs together, you know, for a Wednesday night, Tuesday night rehearsal. And then I would listen to the songs throughout the week. Um, but I wasn't really allowing the songs to minister to me. I was just basically mm-hmm. getting songs together. Um, and it was such a hard, I'm like, well, Lord, you know, I, I know, you know, I'm trying to I think you're I think you're in a bad connection place because it just went out. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, so it was a thing where the songs are ministering to you. Um, 
So then it, it made it that much harder to actually invite the people in because I was inviting them mm-hmm. to somewhere that I hadn't already encountered. So wow. um, I really feel like it starts, number one, on a day-to-day. Uh, I really realized that when I was struggling with reading my word, I really struggled to engage the people in praise and worship because a lot of wow. that, like the song is great, but I mean, if you give people like some sound doctrine, especially like with the mature body, if you give mm-hmm. them some of that, then they're okay, you actually did your research, you know, or, you know, even some educators, you did your research, I can respect. And, you know, you're validating your point. You're not just singing this song because it's something that sounded good and it has a nice beat yeah. to it or metal, melody. So it starts basically at home on a day-to-day, um, even praying about, okay, what do you want to, you know, what, what do you want to say to the people this week or this month? Um, and even lining it up with the word, depending on how your church is set up, um, making sure that it's an e- even transition even for the preacher that's coming up so that it, it makes sense. So you're not singing mm-hmm. about, you know, grace and love and the preacher is talking about, you know, damnation. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's right. just, gotcha. yeah, so. And, you know, I got to chime in um, on, on what you said because that was an important key factor in what you just said when you said that basically I had to basically, like, check my own self, mm-hmm. you know, um, because you said it was allowing you, well, it was making you, like, you know, minister, um, uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like unaffected, right? I was struggling. I was struggling. Um, yeah, and 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 that is so important because I'm a, I'm gonna be honest and and I'm just just going to speak in general. Um, it shows, and I'm not talking about you, but I'm saying in general when a, when a person doesn't spend time in the presence of the Lord, because some people believe this, some people believe that they just get up, mm-hmm. you know, it can get up there and sing. Now, don't get me wrong. Some a lot of people can get up there and sing, mm-hmm. right? Because some people that they're just singers and they naturally can just get up and sing. So okay, you're just singing though. But the thing is, you want to be effective. You want to, you know to carry glory with you. You want to be able to shift, you know, the atmosphere or do what God needs to be able to be done. Because praise and worship really is what permeates the atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, in order for the Holy Spirit to come in. And then you do have some people that can just get up. And sing and shift the whole atmosphere because it comes with time. They spent time. And you can tell the people that actually spent time in the presence of the Lord um, during the week. Because sometimes people think spending time is, and I have to say it because that's what this podcast is about, Mm -hmm. is to clear up misconceptions, is to help some people, and is to give some answers to people that may not know know anything about, you know, what we're talking about. But some people think spending time is, you know, we go to church, we're about to, to, to minister through songs, so we get the team together, we're going to pray now. Right. You know, and we're about to minister. So that is us spending time when really, especially the leader, because the leader is the one that's actually carrying the burden. Mm-hmm. They had to spend time during the week. They had to. They really had to. And it shows when a person doesn't um, spend time during the week. And it's, and it's so crazy because I had to stay here for a little bit longer, because especially when you have a, a prophetic gift, then it's on a different level when you, what you actually see. Mm-hmm. And so when you're sitting down and you're actually seeing the people standing up there, you can tell when you look at a team, and I have to say it because it has to be said, who was having sex illegally during the week, who was drinking it illegally during the week, because the Holy Spirit is going to let you know. If you you have an ear, the Bible says those who have an ear, let them Mm -hmm. hear. The Lord is going to let you know, um, and and you you can feel it. 
and not just the, the part of like their action, but you can feel it because the Holy Spirit, he, he sometimes he don't come in. I'm going to just say mm-hmm. it. And people are sitting there really thinking like you're there in the presence of the Lord and the presence was never there or the Lord, he's trying to come in. And because people are not sensitive to the spirit, you know, they move too fast, you know, or they're not, you know, their, their antennas, you know, are not up where they're not really in tune with the Holy Spirit, that they're not, you know, singing the right things for allowing the Holy Spirit to come in. But that's another question that we're going to go deeper into. But I also believe that praise and worship is not just the, the responsibility for the leader, but it's also for the body. That's why it's praise and worship. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everybody has to work together because there are seals that of glory, like realms of glory, and there's different seals that you can break. And I know that when the the body um, is is doing praise and worship, it's called like Zumar or Zamar or something like mm-hmm. that. But that's when it's corporate. That's like the first level to like praise and worship. Um, and it comes from the body. It's it's not just one person because I see I've seen um instances where you know the leader he's trying to really like push and press the atmosphere or break the atmosphere that's a better word like a term to say um and and the audience isn't you know not the audience but the body isn't helping right well you know and it's it's a huge struggle so sometimes you know like you you could be really like pressing in you know you've been with him you know that you these songs are truly sent by him and then you have to get to a point where it's like you're looking at the people and it's like Oh, okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all didn't come with that mindset. Y'all didn't come prepared. So what I always will pray, even now, um, is Lord condition the hearts of the people when they come in. That it's like if they see you, don't see me. So whether I did, did the right thing, whether I messed up this week or whatever case may be, whether they did the right thing or they messed up this week, allow them to see you. So allow them to flow through your grace and allow them, um, you know, God, I'm, I'm in position. You do the work, you know. So and that's all, and that's right. all I could do. Um, because it's been plenty of weeks. Um, especially when I first started doing praise and worship, where it was like, really discouraging. I mean, I was my wife, like, you know, I'm, I'm done with this. I, I can't do it. You know, I'm, I'm you know, b- bombarding heaven and they're looking at you like, well, what are you doing? Um, but then also yeah. it depends on the culture of the church. So sometimes people mm-hmm, don't understand mm-hmm. um, the essence of what praise and worship is. So it's also res- the responsibility right. of the, uh, the shepherd of the house to, to learn how to communicate that with their congregation and let them know, like, mm-hmm. it's not just the worship leader's job and that it is something that is collective and what praise and worship is, because sometimes people have to be taught with the importance of it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's you know, because they, they just don't know what they don't know, especially like when it was like with some men or with some older cultures. Um, you know, it's like, well, that's not something that they're accustomed to. So praise and worship, you know, it's a devotional mm-hmm. service. We sing a few songs, we clap, you know, we sit down, you know, and we're done. Sing a few hymns, possibly. But this whole praise and worship culture is something that is relatively newer you know, and more of our generation. Mm-hmm. So they have to be introduced to what it is. So that plays a part. That's true. That's true. All right. So let's go into our next question. Um, and there's like no wrong or right answer mm-hmm. um, for, for, for this because, well, for these questions, because it's really about worship and everybody worships differently. So you're only just basically speaking, you know, your perspective. Right. So can anyone lead praise and worship? No. No, I really feel like that's just like asking, can anybody, anybody can sing. I think anybody can sing, but leading people in worship is definitely a different level of assignment. Um, And I think you have to be gifted for that. And it has to be cultivated. Mm -hmm. It's a gift that definitely has to be um, sharpened. I'm still working through mine and I'm seven, eight years in at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that it's definitely something that uh, 
I feel like I wasn't necessarily prepared for when I first got into the position. I was kind of thrown mm-hmm. in, but I definitely, you have to have a heart for it as well. And it's very easy um, being the person in front because you get all the praise and the glory and, you know, you got a little title. It's, be, it's very easy to get you, you know, allow people to pump your head up and to get big headed. So I think that you also have to have the right mindset of what, like, what are you doing it for? You know, literally, right. what are you doing it for and why? So, no, I don't think that anybody can lead it because if you're using that as a platform to fill your voids or to validate, you know, your other insecurities in your life, then it, it can very easily become a thing or show that's about you. Um, and, it, and you can rough, definitely bleed on the people and you can definitely ruin somebody's experience based on the void yeah. that, you're, you're, that you're operating in. Yeah. And, and, and I agree um, with you because I do not believe that anyone can just lead praise and worship. I know that we're in um, a type of era where people just go by sound, mm-hmm. um, if that makes any sense, by who sounds good. And they believe, you know, this person should be the worship leader. But however, um, a praise and worship leader, there's a lifestyle mm-hmm. that comes with um, being a praise and worship leader. Um, and we kind of really covered it in the in the first question because we, we but we're going to go back to it because you you really have to be in a place or striving to be in a place with God. And that means like pressing in the presence mm-hmm. and cutting off things that doesn't belong, you know, sin and things of that nature, because at the end of the day, if, if it's your responsibility to lead the people into worship and we know that in order for the Holy Spirit to come in. There has the atmosphere has to be permeated. Mm-hmm. It has to be everything has to be out. Anything that's not of God, really for the move of God to move. And I mean a real move of God, not what we think is the move of God. Because some people think sound is the Holy Spirit. That's not the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Because when you're really someone, God, I thank you, that presses in the presence of the Lord and you carry the presence of the Lord, you don't need music because music is really the lowest mm-hmm. level of glory people think that's the highest level it's really the lowest lowest level so a lot of um of what people are feeling is the lowest levels levels a lot of people haven't really experienced different levels mm-hmm. of glory and so there, there there should be to the point that even if you didn't have a musician you know or a beat you know to go behind you you should be able you know, to, to still shift an atmosphere, to break things, to bind up things, to lose things, you know, in the atmosphere and the, the move of God should still move regardless of music and sound. Because I don't believe that you have to have, you know, um, a certain sound or be the best singer, you know, if that makes any sense to lead praise and worship. Because right. we know we've seen a, a, a bunch of little old ladies, you know, during, I know I grew up back then, <laughs> right. during our days that would come up and saying amazing grace and shift Absolutely. the whole atmosphere just like that because of them pressing in the presence of the Lord. And they couldn't really sing, sing. You know, they wasn't like the singers that we're mm-hmm. used to, but God moved because, you know, the Holy Spirit resided in them. You know, so it it, it is um, a specific type of person. And I even believe um and, and this is my opinion that a person that leads praise and worship, you know, they, they had to have the this well, I ain't gonna say my opinion. I, I believe that they they had to have the, the spirit of discernment because you have to be able to assess the atmosphere. You ha- and, and you have to have an ear. I think they, they should be kind of prophetic too. And I I'm not gonna say they have to be because if you have discernment, you know, you don't have to be 
um, have a prophetic anointing to have discernment. Every believer can have the Absolutely. gift of discernment. You know, that just come with spending time. But they they have to be able to be sensitive to the spirit that, okay, we might have practiced this, but God wants to move, so we just going to flow. Because sometimes, and I used to be like this, I used to be so rehearsed, meaning like not rehearse like a stage thing, like I'm I'm being fake, but I would rehearse a song 50 million times because I'm, I would used to be like a stickler on, you know, oh, it has to sound right. It has to sound right. But I wasn't sensitive to the spirit at that time, you know, to be like, okay, I'm going to just flow, you know, not saying you should have rehearsal. I'm not saying just stand up there, you know, especially when you're singing with a group. You do have to kind of rehearse because some people might not be like how you are where they can just kind of get up and free flow. So you do have to have organization. We should present everything to God with decency and excellency. I believe that. However, I do believe that, you know, the person should be sensitive, meaning to the point that if the Lord say, okay, because of the atmosphere and I need you to do this, don't sing this song, sing this song. Yeah, you get what I, I'm saying? Yeah, that's how it should be. Because singing, no, that's how it should be, honestly. It's, 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 most times it's like that for me. I mean, because it's like overall, the concept mm -hmm. may be what it is, but it may be something different. Like, okay, okay, go here. So I'm a flower. So I'm big on, like, I may start a song and then right. he'll give me something different of how that song should be interpreted. You know, and it, and literally we just go with that flow. And most times, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'm a planner. I'm a, I'm a planner and I'm a guy okay. that's just like, I don't like to deviate from the plan. Um, so praise and worship taught me how to be uh, really available and susceptible to the spirit. Because me, like I said, if mm -hmm. I said, we're going to sing this song, we're going to sing this, we're not going to go off because I don't know who knows the words who don't. And I got to the point where it was times that we stuck to that song and God said, don't sing this song. I sung it anyway. And literally we'll be in a high place and literally it will be like completely plummet. <laughs> completely plummet. And I'm wow. like, God, I knew I shouldn't have sung. I, I heard you, but I ignored you. And then there's times where the team is like, wow. you don't you don't stick to the list. You don't stick to the list. And the move of God be so ridiculous. I mean, he comes so heavy yeah. and so purely. They live like, well, who, who, where'd that song come from? Mm -hmm. Literally, it's a song, song of the Lord, because it, it came on a spot. You know what I mean? Wow. So it, it, that's, that's wow. most times, that's who, that's how I am. And I love, you know, like breaking the music and it's allowing the congregation, because I really feel like it's what heaven sounds like. I mean, I really do. Um, just breaking the music. Right. You know, I'm not leading. If I'm with my group, I'm saying, listen, we stop singing, let the congregation sing. Well, let's all sing together. Come out of the mics. Because mm -hmm. sometimes when you're leading people, they don't feel like they're apart. So now let's let's all sit at the round table yeah, together. Yeah. Let's reason together and let's worship together. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of forces people because now they don't have the music in the background. They don't have you to lean on. So yeah. they kind of have to really submerge themselves into the atmosphere. So. Yeah. And you know, that's so amazing what you just said when you said it sounds like heaven when you hear those songs and it's true. Because literally when... Um, like if you're if you're very sensitive and, and 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 from what it sounds like that's that is what you are because when you're really in worship even if you're not the leader or if you're just in a congregation if you're sensitive you'll start mm -hmm. to hear heaven respond Absolutely. if the spirit is moving and so if you notice and i'm pretty sure you've noticed this when you sing the songs from heaven that you hear it shifts the atmosphere Absolutely. more than a song Completely. that people already know because you because you know why mm -hmm. that's your anointing because when we sing other people's that's songs what, that's, that's what their God anointing. Them. not saying that's that we're not anointed them. 
Right. That exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. And so sometimes some people don't know that, you know, um, they'll sing a song of like, oh, well, how come when, you know, the person that actually sung it, you know, it moved like mm-hmm. this because that was their anointing, you know, and when you actually sing or hear and you sing what you hear, it's just because that is your anointing, you know, and I always tell people that's good and everything, but I want to feel that's my right. own anointing. Like, I no offense to your anointing. I'm not talking about singing, but I, exactly. I want to feel my own. I really want to know that God yeah. is with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that that is that is so important. Um, and we're going to go into our next question. Um, how do you prepare for praise and worship? Um, and we kind of really it's important first <laughs> to know the skill set of your team now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be deep and spooky and spiritual mm-hmm. um because it, it is it is a craft no it's yeah. okay you can you ain't gotta be deep yeah, and spooky, so- but you could be deep we ain't gotta be spooky because some people let me just clear this up because some people they label it as people are being too deep but i say some I people agree. just aren't deep enough because some because some not sometimes but a lot of things is just from the spirit of the lord and that's just what it is and because people haven't got there yet they label people that's striving to get there and stay there and be there oh you're deep or you're spooky no no baby you're just not pressing hard enough so i'm gonna say go ahead (laughs) um it is about knowing the skill set of your team so with certain songs that if you know, you, you know certain songs that maybe you know the potters could sing, that maybe my church couldn't sing. You know, and you have to know the skill set of your team one, mm-hmm. um, because honestly, you can also ruin the you know the atmosphere by sounding crazy. I'm not saying you have to sound. I think I'm the best singer to be yeah. completely transparent, but even in that, it's very it's certain songs that I won't I won't tap into, or you know, it's nothing with pushing myself, but that mm-hmm. I know they just they they aren't songs for me. And I would tell people, like, listen, can we sing this? Listen, I love the song too. I, and I appreciate the craft and I love the person who wrote it. That's not a song that is in, that's for me to sing. You know what I mean? Every song is not meant for me. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing. Knowing the skill set of your team, um, being in tune with the people that you're going to be ministering to, um, knowing, understanding your body. Yeah. Um, you know, anywhere that Jesus went, he made sure that he, he, knew, he knew what he was going into. He knew how to approach them. He knew he didn't, you know, mm-hmm. take... What he did, uh, how he worked in, you know, in Jerusalem to, and take it to Nineveh. Like, that's not what he did. He knew how to reach Moses where Moses right. needed to be reached. He knew how to reach John where John needed to be reached and how to make sure his point of cause. So making sure you're prepared enough to know your congregation, who you're ministering to. Um, and then in that, trying to teach the people and then praying. First of all, praying, that's that's major. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. big on making sure that, you know, I kind of try to plan ahead of time. But sometimes, literally, I'll be sitting in church the week before, mm-hmm. um, and guys got to say, okay, this is the song that you need to add to your list for next week. So I just pull out my notes, and I'll add that song in, or I'll be riding in my car or uh, listening to music, and like, okay, this is this is for this week. And it may not be for, you know, the particular week that I'm listening to it, but he'll give me the weeks that it's for. And it always mm-hmm. makes sense. But that, again, took time. Um, so, yeah, so just basically for preparation, praying, um, making sure you know the skill set of your team, making sure that you're in tune with, with the congregation, um, and connected to your leader, um, making sure that whatever, you know, the leader is focused on at, at that time, if we're going like for a heavy worship season, and not saying it won't be shifted, but we'll have kind of a praise season or warfare or whatever we're dealing with in that season, whatever he, like the Lord gave him um, for the house in that season, making sure that the songs are in tune with what the house 
you know, what God is trying to do in this house in this season at that time. So it's really about organization. Like it's really about organization and being spirit led and, and not being so locked into a list mm-hmm. that you, like you said, like we talked about earlier, that you're not willing yeah. to deviate off and let him say what he has to say. Yeah. And, and it's true. And, and I'm going to um, speak from a, another um, perspective, but still on the, the same question. Because in this season of my life, the Lord is not letting me sing except on assignment. Like me, myself, honestly, I never considered mm-hmm. myself a singer as well. Um, and like, well, not as well. You you are a singer, but I've never no, really considered myself a singer. It's not because mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> it is not because that I, I can't sing. That's not the case at all. But I never just wanted to be a singer. And so the thing is, like, even how I even got forced into even doing praise and worship when I really used to do praise and worship, it was kind of like you just got Mm -hmm. pushed out there. I got pushed out there um, or volunteered. And so um, even when I came back to Christianity from leaving Islam and I came back to Christianity, I basically they asked me to just sing us, help them sing a song one time literally it was like oh you know the solo to this song oh can Mm -hmm. you sing it was travis green made away and my ex-husband was the one that actually volunteered me so i'm like oh lord so i'm not gonna say no so you know i did it because i was Mm -hmm. i'm okay with sitting in the back of the church It, it doesn't bother me and it's not that i'm not trying to like give off my gift or anything but i just don't jump out to the front like oh i can i can i can Mm -hmm. i can that's just not me and so and there's nothing against people that want to do it because if you want to do it your heart is right the intention is right go ahead you know go forth but i'm i just don't really just jump up and so and i think it was due to shyness too but um long story short um you know i got pushed into it and so I, like I told you, I was just like kind of so rehearsed, so rehearsed, meaning like always practicing songs. But in this, and I stopped doing praise and worship, I think for um, a while. And, and it was crazy because out of nowhere, um, people started contacting me to, to like minister through song. And I said, I don't know why this is because I don't advertise myself to sing it. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to sing um you know but the the invitations were coming but I will say this the Lord and I have to say because there's somebody I'm pretty sure that can probably understand this perspective or have questions about this perspective too and this is why we have the podcast I love it because it gives people answers sometimes Mm -hmm. to questions that they might not pose so anywho um the Lord in this season is not allowing me to sing except on assignment and what I mean by that is um, he's not letting me sing just because. So like, even though I, I have the gift and, and I can sing um, or whatever, the, the Lord is not letting me um, sing without an assignment. And I say that and I'll give you an example to make it make sense for you and to people. So I remember um, to, I, out of nowhere, I went to a revival um, and when I was there at the revival, um, my spiritual father, he asked me to sing the next day for the second day of the revival. So, of course, I couldn't tell him no. So I'm just thinking, like, you know, I'm going to sing a regular song. I wasn't even doing praise and worship. I was mm-hmm. just singing a selection. So I thought. And so I was supposed to go to work the next day. And the Lord said, stay home. And said, I said, OK, daddy. So I stay home. 
And I went downstairs, you know, started going into my prayer room and praying and just singing, like worshiping and stuff like that, like kind of how like I normally do. And I started to sing a song and the Lord said, you're not going to sing that song. So I said, okay, so, you know, what am I going to sing? And the Lord just gave me a line. It was one line. This has never happened to me before. And so the Lord told me the line, the sentence, and I sung it and I heard it before. And so I sung it and I kept singing it and singing it. And I said, okay, daddy, what am I supposed to get from out of this line? And the Lord said that I want to release, there's a sound that I want to release in this place because I don't want to just stop mm-hmm. by, but I want to stay there. And in this line, there is a sound. And so I said, okay, so I kept singing it, kept singing it. And then all of a sudden I heard the violins from heaven. And I just sat there so in amazement, like, oh my gosh. Okay, I heard it. And I called like one of my other friends who's a prophet, a seasoned prophet. And I and I asked her, I said, I never told her like what the Lord said, what to listen for. I just said, listen to this. And when I did, I did it one time. And immediately she she caught on. She said, I hear the, the strings. I hear the mm-hmm, strings. Right. I said, okay, well, I know I'm hearing right. And so literally, you know, the Lord had gave me even certain things that I was supposed to say um, to, to three people that day. Um, and, and I got there and I did exactly what the Lord said. And even at the time when it was going on, I said, okay, daddy, but I I don't see the release yet because sometimes, you know, the Lord may show us things and we're thinking like, Mm -hmm. okay, when this happened, it's going to be like this, but it wasn't until I sat down that the release happened and then the whole atmosphere just shifted. And so that's what I mean by when I say, he's not letting me sing except, um, on assignment. So it's, 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 it's weird because I could practice for something like a song, a regular song, you know, and then I get there and the Lord, you know, he, he doesn't even let me do it. I remember one time I was um, just at a church visiting. I wasn't even there to do anything, but listen, and it was a prophetic church. And so, you know, they were, they were singing and it just broke out like in this big worship, like the, the, the president Lord was just moving so heavy. And as the, the prophet that was there, he was, you know, singing, but he wasn't singing, singing, but he was singing. I heard heaven responding and I started to respond to what he was singing. It was like the Lord responding through, through song. And so the apostle, he's an apostle. Now he came to me and he said, just flow. And I was in way in the back of the church, like way, way, way. I didn't even know he can hear me. And I wasn't singing to be heard. I was just saying, I'm releasing what I was hearing. And so even when he told me to just flow, it still, it was still heaven responding. And the Lord just had Mm. me singing about the wind. It wasn't even nothing like a song, somebody else's song. And, and this is so amazing to me because I've never operated like this before. I've never, as long as I've been singing, I've been singing since I was four years old. Um, <laughs> I done went to creative and performing arts, um, all of that. Graduated with Jasmine Sullivan, sung on the choirs all my life. Even while mm-hmm, I was a Muslim, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be sneaking and singing on my own, like not outside, right, but like right, in right. the house because you can't take music away, away from you. If that's a part of you. But point in case is the Lord has never used me like this before. And 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 that's why I said 
um, he's not allowing me to sing like on assignment. But even with the, the preparation part, I believe that, you know, whoever, because I'm not no praise and worship leader, but I still do this in general um, because I'm just in a season of my life where I just want more of God. And it ain't got nothing to do with music. It don't have anything to do with anything else. It's just me and him. And so I do believe that a person um, who's leading praise and worship or leading any type thing, you know, like how you said the preparation of, of you know, making sure that prayer life is right. Because some people, you know, that they don't do that. You know, like I said, they just get up there and they just sing and that's it. And and it's good, you know, that you can sing and that's it. But it's just like, God, you could be so much more effective if you kind of just press a little bit more. And and that's really what it is, because it's not taken away from people because everybody goes through different seasons. And and the thing is, you had to start off one way in order for you to get to another way, because if you don't know what it feels like to be that way, you once you get there, you're not going to know like, okay, this is what I was missing, if that makes sense. And so I do believe a prayer life is is so important for a praise and worship leader. They have to have a prayer life because if you don't have a prayer life, how can you hear what right. it is that the Lord and wants then, you to do? And yeah, and even with the whole you prayer know, life aspect that, of it, like, go ahead. and that goes with anybody and not just the worship leader, um, but the whole worship team. And I think that that's because right. sometimes the people, the worship leader struggles yeah. not so much with the congregation and not with the, with the body. They struggle because their team is fighting against I've experienced that as well, you know, where the team was just, a, just just in a different place where, you know, they, okay, well, as long as, you know, we got these songs, yeah. we know our songs, we're here, you know what I mean? So they're in, in position physically, spiritually, like, you know, they have no connection to what they're singing. Um, they can't relate to it. And, you know, you know, grace is wonderful, you know what I mean? But we've, and I think we've, we've all abused it at one time or another, you know, but when, you know, but, but at some point he's going to expose yeah. you and at some point he's not going to carry you anymore. And, Literally, yeah. I, I would say, Lord, Lord, please, whatever it may be, unknowingly, like, listen, God, work with me. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a work in progress, I admit, you know, but I said, Lord, I want your people, yeah, I want your people we to see are. you. Like, <laughs> like, listen, hide me behind the cross each and every time. You know, whatever you want to say, you say. Yeah. You anoint these lips of clay. So, Lord, you speak through me. And this is a, a prayer that I had to get to because I would take it personal when the people wouldn't respond. But then when I say, well, Lord, if I'm in position and I know I'm doing the right thing and they wow. still not responding, God, listen, these are your people ultimately. I'm in position. I'm doing the right thing. You know, these are ultimately your mm-hmm. people. If they can't worship worship you, they, they, the issue is not with me. They, they have an issue with you. Like, it's a, it's a vertical thing. They have a vertical issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're here eye to eye. But they can't connect with you because they haven't connected mm-hmm. with you all week long. You know, and sometimes, you know, and some week and everybody. Yeah. So everybody's not a jumper. Everybody's not a screamer. Everybody's not a crier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really right. believe that in some right. way, if something feels yeah. good to you, if something resonates to you, you will respond in some way or something. You know what I mean? Because it is a weight. But right. that's about the prayer life. And as a, like a leader, it's important to make sure that um, you can connect. And then another thing is that a lot of churches are just hiring on people. So they're connected to the assignment, yeah. but they're not connected to the body they're not connected to the vision so and the people sometimes struggle with that because they're connected to what the, you know to the check pretty much they come in and fulfilling a duty and sometimes it's hard right for people to see different people coming in or the rotation of worship leaders and things of that nature because they never can really like they don't trust you right. like what's your validity like they checking you out and which is natural 
um, mm -hmm. you know, at some point, but you, though that's important too, like well, our culture now um, is, you know, they come in, get a check, they sing, they leave right after, they don't shake it in my hand. So they, people judging your character too, because sometimes you, listen, if you can't speak to me, you can't, you can't yeah. leave me nowhere and tell me how good a God is and you want me to get with you and you can't even shake a hand, you can't even speak. And so character plays a, a, a huge part in praise and worship wow. too, or as a lead, praise and worship leader, like your character makes a difference. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. Yeah, that that is so true. Um, and I just also believe even in addition to preparation, mm -hmm. like you said, studying of the word, you know, because that's what moves the enemy, you know, is not all words, but it's the word of the Lord. And so that that is important to staying in your word as well as fasting. And I do believe right. like not just the leader, but even the team, you know, because only some things only happen from prayer and fasting and so i i believe all of that you know is is great preparation especially if this is something that a person wants to do you know the same way with um a profession you know we we study you know what it requires you know when you you work towards that mm -hmm. it's just like with school like i know you're in school and i know you're not just they're not just handing you a, a degree you had to basically study oh, yeah to become that person to get the degree. And so I think people should take that same analogy when it comes to praise and worship or anything that pertains to the kingdom. Study, you know, see what it is that the requirements and mm -hmm. then, you know, pursue that. You know, pursue that in Jesus' name, you know, and, and you'll be more effective, I believe, when you do that. Um, I, I just believe that. I, I think people will be more effective. And I think, you know, Things were changing. This will actually mm -hmm. even this moves us right into our next question. Um, how do you work um, different? Honestly, I, I take me, I take me wherever I go, and I say that I take me. Not that it's me mm -hmm. leading or me worshiping, but I take me, and I believe that I'm an atmosphere. I, I pray for God to make me an atmosphere changer. So I take me wherever I go. So I believe that anywhere that He places me, mm -hmm. no matter how hard it may be. No matter how tough it may be, he literally shifts me to to teach me how to shift the atmosphere. And I used to be very fearful of that um, because, you know, the church that mm -hmm. I just, just left about a year or so ago, mm -hmm. they were a heavy worship church. So, you know, it was easy most times, you know, once they really got mm -hmm. the culture of worship and picked it up. You know, what I mean, my last five years was a breeze because you could literally say, you know, the Lord is good. And God's been good this week. And literally they were like fall out, like, because they would just, they would literally be so um, almost wow. enamored by the presence of God and just how good he was and grateful and appreciative. And literally that's just Yay. how it would happen week after week. So it was easy. But when I, you know, when I left, you know, that comfort zone and I went somewhere else, it was like, oh, wait a minute. or when I started singing out, when I got the group and I started, I started going into different churches and different atmospheres that wasn't mm -hmm. a worship church or wasn't a praise and worship church. It was an older type of church or, you know, more traditional church. You do have to know how to go into those atmospheres, but I just pray like, okay, well, God, whatever it may be, um, you go before me, you, you, you speak through me and literally I will move and move me out the way yeah. and it would make yeah. it that much easier. It literally, literally. So that's, that's what, that's really all it is, is just knowing, mm -hmm. um, knowing who your God is and knowing that it's really not about you and really going in and making sure that you have to have the authority that you know, that whatever yeah. it is, God, you, these are your people. So you give them what they need. I don't know what they need. You, so you give them what they need. Don't let it, don't let them be distracted. Yeah. Don't, if, mm -hmm. even if it's me, whatever it may be, 
like Lord, just move it out the way so that you can honestly make sure that they, you know, they get what they want. Uh, came came to get the need, not so much what they want, but what they need. So it's all in, it's all in preparation and really submitting yourself. Yeah. 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 And I, I believe uh, along with that, that people that, that does this, this, this job, yeah. this assignment, oh, they yeah. have to have sensitivity is, is so important and having patience because when it comes to work in different atmospheres, you have to have sensitivity to the spirit to, to know what it is you're actually, actually looking for or what it actually that you have to do because Sometimes, you know, it may oh, yeah. be a requirement that you got to break up some things in the atmosphere It'll because be some places can be, it can be very, very intimidating. Heavy. Like it's, it's very heavy. It. Yeah. And it's, yeah, but some, but sometimes more, yeah, true. But sometimes what I mean, like heavy, not Absolutely. just because you got to remember that it's, it's spirits that's operating behind people because the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And so when I mean by that of it being heavy, because there's a lot of things that people are carrying in, you know, sometimes the Lord may require you if you're sensitive enough to break mm -hmm. that up and you got to start calling out things and start breaking it up because that's, right. that's the job of the, the worship leader to, to, to help permeate the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Cause we know the body, mm -hmm. you know, they got to help us up, but the leader, that's why you're the leader is your job to lead. And so that sensitivity plays a part. And sometimes when people are missing that, because they're not really spending time you know it's the god i help me lord because it'd be hard to say something the holy ghost be, mm -hmm. be right on my tongue but the lord doesn't come he he doesn't come because it takes time to pe people have to have patience because some people they don't like to yeah. tarry and to be honest we shouldn't have to tarry because if you're really tapped into the realm of the spirit it should be just happening. I'm not saying immediately, but it shouldn't have to take you a half an hour, you know, um, to, 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 to sing literally one song, you know, for the spirits to move. Like it should be literally not saying literally, but like, mm -hmm. okay, maybe 10, 15 minutes, you know, and we should kind of almost like be there. The, the presence of the Lord should be already trying to kind of get in there. Um, but people have to have patience because some people, mm -hmm. They don't know how to wait on God. I'ma just say it. They don't know how to wait on God. And I remember one of my speakers that that came on. She said there was a season where oh, yeah. um God wasn't even answering. And she said that he was just testing her yeah. just to see if she was going to be consistent with showing up. And I just looked and well listened and I was like, wow, because sometimes that is true. But people, they don't have patience. They feel like, okay, well, if I'm not getting a response. It's not about us. It's not about the response that we expect, you know. Um, and sometimes people have to, well, not sometimes, but when you're doing it, you got to take self from out of it. Because like you said, yep. let them see, you know, the cross and not me. That's so important because some people, they just want to be seen, you know. And so they think that things happen by their hands. They think that when um, people start going off, you know, they think it's because they sung something the right way, a good note. Not saying sometimes mm -hmm. some people don't, you know, go off when you, I hear notes and I'm like, yes, you know, yeah, that's fine and everything. But I mean, like when the move of God come, it's not because of that person. It's because God worked through that person, you know, in the presence showed up, but not because, you know, it was just you yourself. And so I, I believe to for different atmosphere, that sensitivity part, it, it has to be there. 
and having patience because people don't know how to tarry. And not saying you got to be there all night long, but sometimes when you're going higher, you know, it does require time. Like we don't get things mm-hmm. overnight. You know, that's just like you get a pay it. increase. That don't that's happen right, the, right. the next day. That came from you putting in time, <laughs> right? You labor for it, exactly. And so people had to, to look at it sometimes like that too. You want more of God? God want to see how much more do you really want? How much mm-hmm. time are you want to give me? You know, can I trust you? You know, um, so so that is that is important. And so the last question that we have, because this was really good. Um, um, how do you again make uh, try to make sure that I stay relevant and that I'm conscious of where I'm going or where I'm ministering? Um, because, I, you know, I don't want to go. You don't want to go to an mm-hmm. old school church. and You go in singing. Uh, I don't smile, maybe because you know, and which may make it, you know, uh, but it's something that makes sense. You have to make sure that this one makes sense and yeah. that you're relevant. Um because you want to have something that sometimes people can catch on to, like yeah. throw one new song in. You don't want to necessarily do a whole new song list, um, depending on where you're going. So, because the people like praise and worship should be corporate. So right. incorporate some old stuff and with the new, teach them, um, and then kind of right, repeat it right, that way. Right. So it's kind of like teaching a lesson. You know, uh, you know, you, you teach them one plus one, and then you add two plus two mm-hmm. week by week. You know, and then you kind of go back to one plus one and make sure that they got it and it's really embedded in their head. Um, and then you go into that next level of, okay, well, now we could do multiplication because now you have addition down pack, you know, and then you add a little bit in and then you mix it in. So it's just kind of mm-hmm. like making sure that, um, right. and then being open um, also is being open to what the people, like the feedback of the people. Um, like I said, I, I am at another church as a worship leader now um, and making sure so it's yeah. an older, older generation to, uh, church. Being mindful, like I come from that, you know, the old school generation, but, you know, like I said, for the past seven almost eight years i was the worship leader at a more um modern up to date upbeat type of church so transitioning over i had to be mindful okay well let, I, I don't want to go completely back to old school but i have to be mindful of you know and kind of satisfy the craving a little bit as well because this is their church um and making sure that i incorporated um and then yeah. gave them time right to get adjusted to the new and to the style um, and now like praise and worship is like, it's like bananas again. So I'm grateful for that, yeah. but it took time to get there and to learn the people and not being so caught up mm-hmm. in my ways and what I thought was best, um, that I wouldn't, and being so fearful of introducing change. Mm-hmm. I was really, I will admit, I was fearful to introduce. I was kind of singing the same songs over and yeah. over and I'm like, well, no, this is not who I am. I have to be true to who I am and what God gave me as well. Because then if that's the case, if I'm just kind of stunting and operating what I know in my right. comfort zone um, and never introducing oh, then the new or the songs of the Lord and being scared of this flow, then I, you know, then I'm stunting, you know, what God is trying to do even in this congregation. And I'm held accountable for that. So, um, yeah, so I'm really sincere about that. And uh, yeah. typically my pastor does series. So I try to make sure that the song voices uh, make sense with the series and as long as they're in alignment, um, you know, what, what the Lord is saying. So, Yeah. And and that's so true. And I'm going to touch on what you said about not being fearful um, about change and, mm-hmm. and basically, you know, being disobedient to the spirit of the Lord, because, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes the Lord may have us do something, even though it might not be the norm yep. of the yep. church, but he's trying to do something there. If that makes sense, he's trying to do something there, because I know when 
um, when I came back to Christianity, okay. I actually um, was a seven-day Adventist. And so, you know, one thing about seven-day Adventists, they're not really um, mm-hmm. a group of people to really show expression yeah, when they worship. <laughs> Um, and they will sit on you. But I felt it kind of strange because every time that I used to minister through song, they would never sit on me. And I used to be sitting there like, what? Because it's not like, you know, I don't consider right. myself you know, the best singer either. I'm not like, you know, I'm out here, you know, yes, you uh, <laughs> Kiki Wyatt. Kiki Wyatt has some vocals, praise God. But yeah, I just I just used to find it so strange because they'll be like, oh, when the next time you're, you're going to sing or when, you know, or they would be up, you know, and I wasn't doing nothing crazy. I wasn't singing nothing crazy. I was singing, you know, the, the stuff that they like, because, mm-hmm. you know, that is true. Like what you said about the song choices, because I know even still when they ask me to come and minister there. There are certain songs that I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to sing because they're just not going to relate to it. They're the type of audience that Absolutely. really like worship. So they like the hills and, you know, stuff like that. So they want to be, yeah, you know, real worshipy and stuff like that. So if I was to come and sing, you know, a song that's going to end with a Baptist fit, they're not going to really be receptive, even though, however... I have found, and that when you said, mm-hmm. God, I thank you, because it took me back to what you said, being true to yourself. Because I was true to myself, they were, you know, um, receptive of me because there was times like, you know, when I would minister through song and usually I'm not a talker when I minister through song, but the Lord was like kind of, you know, uh, molding me where there was a season where um, I was like actually talking you know, ministering, talking while I was singing. And like, I would be, some days I would be kind of like, get up and da 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 X, Y, and Z, because that's what I felt the Lord impressing upon me. And they mm-hmm. would, and I would be shocked, like, wait, because I didn't really mean to say that, but I know with the Holy Ghost, but they would actually be up. And I've seen people come in, you know, that Answer. could because really, it's a certain really anointing the that I down, rest and on they people. would sit on And that's them. what something that says, something they that, had sit, to tell, like, that God had to deal with me about. And like God, I said, and that's I something else that my wife would absolutely help me, would help me with. And she would say like, well, well, babe, you didn't see that, you know, you know, this person can come in and they won't respond. This person will do that and won't respond. And I'm like, well, no, because I was like, like I said, even to this day, I still have insecurities regarding the gift. Um, you know, but she would tell me, she said, she said, it's just a different level of anointing. She said, I'm not telling you that you're no better than nobody else. I'm not telling you that, you know, you're more skilled than anybody else. I'm just telling you that your anointing is just different. Mm-hmm. And that was it was funny that she would say that because my grandmother would always say that to me when I was younger, like, you know, girl, yeah. you know, I feel this way or I, I had this dream or uh, grandmother, I believe I've seen this and seen this in church and am I all for And she said she would always say she was like, no, you're not. She was like, and people were always and I was much younger um, than most people that I was around coming up in my grandmother's church. And she would just say, you may not understand it now, but your anointing is just different. Now, my, my grandmother and my wife never met each other. My grandmother had passed. By the time I met my wife, wow. my wife would say certain, certain things that my wife would say wow. that literally my grandmother would say since I was a little boy and it's like would be triggered and be like, well, how did you even know that? Like, I never told you that. And my, you know, y'all never met. So I know that's not the case, but it's like literally and they'd be like, OK, God, and it would instantly it's certain things that would just instantly like like arrest me like, OK, got it. All right, God, I, I know you did this. I know you used her to say this and remind me like your anointing is just different. So it may be people that it's people that I know are more skillful than me vocally or more trained than me vocally, professionally. But literally, I'm not I'm no longer intimidated to be on the same platforms with these people mm-hmm. and these same people who I once looked up to. And now that I'm kind of in this whole, yeah. I guess, music industry thing, 
yes, you want to say, um, people that I looked up to, even in the city, that I, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh man, your guys are just so great and you're amazing, who now don't even want to be on different things with me, not because I'm better than them at all, um, but the annoying thing is just different. And because, but you never know what somebody went through or what I had to go through to get, and like yeah. so, so many areas that I need to grow in, you know, I'm completely right. transparent, so many areas I need to be yeah. better at, um, even with reading my word, being more consistent with it, because being in school is hard, like to go to another book, you know what I mean, when it's like, okay, you got to finish 10 papers by, by Friday, and I'm like, well, I got church all day Sunday, I'm in school all day Saturday, um, so it's hard to balance it out, and then trying to not make sure that my family slide it, you know, because they are my first ministry, so it's really hard, but it's at the point where it's like, now it's like, Wow. My first ministry. Wait, say that again. You said your family yeah. is what? Yeah, I know it, that's it, right. It, it, we had to repeat that because it was fast because people don't know that. And, the people. <laughs> and if, you're, if, if you're somebody who loves, like, and it's, it's the difference if you're somebody who craves the attention of it. Yeah. You know, that's something different too. And I feel like a lot of people try to like mix up the two. Some people just crave mm -hmm. the attention that comes with being a leader or having a leadership position. And then there's others who are just like, well, I really have a heart yeah. for people. And this is really why mm -hmm. I, I know I'm sorry. Because I was that guy. Like, literally, my wife would be like, all right, like, listen. Because I'd be like, well, we can have rehearsal four days a week until we get it right. You know, well, I don't care. We good. Like, no, I'm, she, she ain't going to trip. We good. We cool. And then eventually, like, I even told my group, I'm like, no, I can't stay here all night. Like, I like to see my daughter before she goes to sleep. You know what I mean? I like, to, you know, her, her to see her dad, you know, and before, yeah. before we go to sleep or watch a movie with my wife. I enjoy that. You know what I mean? I granted, I want us to be good. I want us to do great. But at the end of the mm -hmm. day, like when all this blows over, that's what I have. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's most important. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's just important to really recognize yes, like yeah. what you're anointed, not even in the arrogant way, but just like really like stepping into the confidence of what God gave you. I feel like it's a, it's a major thing. And I'm just getting to that point now. Like I would never do a video of me singing or different challenges, you know, just like, you know, but I'm like, listen, God gave me what he gave me, you know, and he gave right. me what he gave you. Wonderful. <laughs> I, I love everybody, but. Mm -hmm. And you, and you know what I have to add to, to yeah. you is because your heart is right. And and that makes a big difference, too, because when your heart is right, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you Bible to back that up, because even when the disciples had lost Judas, and they were looking for another disciple, and, you know, one had came, um, mm -hmm. they prayed to the Father, and they, they, they asked him to show show them his heart, because they wanted to make sure that he had a heart like the Father. And and those are the people, God, I thank you, mm -hmm. that are so effective in the ministry because their heart is right. Their heart is right. And I'm not talking about, because some people might look at effective like, okay, because a person, you know, they have the platform and they have the glitz and the glamour and That's all right. that stuff like that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they got there because their heart is right. You know, but people that actually like when they move, God move with them and the angels move with them, it's because their heart is right. Because God don't just move with anybody. Let's just be honest. God does not just move with anybody and God does not reside in everybody just because, you know, people are go to they go to the church because I'm going to be honest. There are some Christians that are anointed by the enemy to sow seeds of discord and do whatever else, you know, that he has them on an assignment to do, you know, but that's another story for another day. 
day. But when your heart is right, the father mm-hmm. can use you because he knows that you're going to make sure that he gets the glory. And that's what it is. Even when I see you and I, and I had to go left for a second. Even when I see your post, I see, I see that there was a shift, not mm-hmm. that it was anything different before, but I can see the, the, the heart of the father in you. I see it. I see it, you know, and so when when they say, you know, about your anointing, it's it's true. It's true. It's true. It's because of who you are in God. And this is why, you know, the father moved you through you, you know, when you minister, you know, and I and I see I remember I saw you once um, minister uh, that time. Where were we in Chester? for um Dwayne Wiggins? Yeah. When you had um, minister through song there. And, um, you know, I haven't seen you recently, Oh yeah, but Good I time. know from your post, yes, I, I, I have seen a shift, like elevation, you know, elevation in the realm of the spirit, like elevation. Um, and, and it's because your heart is right. God can trust you. He can trust you. Um, <laughs> and that's a, another day. I ain't going to even start going in, but we thank are so out of time you. and I am so excited. I thank you so much for um, speaking with us tonight. Yes, sir. And you guys were just tuned in for Dope Girls Pray um, with our speaker, yeah. Anthony A.J. Jefferson, on the topic worship. And we see you guys.